welcome to the My Life for His Glory podcast. January 2024, this month, is my 10-year baptism anniversary. In honor of that, I felt inspired to create a podcast episode about baptism. In this episode, I will share my baptism story, what my thoughts are on it, and what the Bible says about it as well, obviously. And whether you have been baptized or not, this episode is for everyone. Let's dive in. My baptism story. I got baptized in January 2014. Looking back, I don't know exactly what led me to be baptized. I just felt like the Spirit was saying it's time. When I thought about getting baptized, I had one person in mind that I wanted to be the one to baptize me. That was my papa. For those of you, just to clarify, I call my my grandfather or my grandpa papa, so it's not my dad. My dad, I call dad, so just to clarify. Anyway. My papa is someone I have looked up to in faith. Something about my papa is no matter who he talks with or where he is, he will bring up Jesus. And that's something I genuinely love about him. When I was growing up and had questions about God or the Bible, he was the one I went to. Being baptized by him will forever be my favorite memory that I have with him. To be honest, getting baptized doesn't always feel different. It doesn't always seem to change anything. But that's not the point. The point is that we are obedient to Christ and we do this because we love him and because we want the world to know that we are living for him. No matter what the world throws at us, no matter what happens, we choose to trust God, especially when we don't feel or don't see it. My thoughts on baptism. You need to be old enough to understand that God sent his son Jesus to live as a human God-man and that he died on the cross and rose from the grave to save us from sin and death and to give us eternal life through Jesus. It doesn't matter when you get baptized, it's more important that you do it and that you are doing it for the right reasons. It's a public declaration that you believe those things that I just mentioned, that you don't do it because someone else is but that you are choosing to live for God and you're telling everyone that you belong to Christ. Being a Christian is not easy and baptism does not and will not make your life better slash easier, but it is still super important. Something our church says when we baptize people is this. Do you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior and that you are living for him and you'll continue to do so for the rest of your life? If they say yes, then they say this. Then upon confession of your faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, buried with Christ in the likeness of his death, and raised to walk in newness of life. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 says, The old person is gone, a new life has begun. Baptism Scripture First of all, Jesus was baptized, and we are called to imitate Christ. By doing what he did. Plus, if Jesus still needed to do that, why wouldn't we need to? Matthew 3 verse 13 says, Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. A few verses later in 16 to 17, it says, When Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water and the heavens were opened to him. He saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Peter tells us in Acts 2 verse 38, 
Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you'll receive the Holy Spirit. Here he is saying that if we turn from our sins, then get baptized, that we receive forgiveness and the Holy Spirit, two of the greatest gifts that Jesus has ever given us. In Jesus' great commission, he commands us to baptize others. In Matthew 28, verse 19 to 20, it says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. To those of us who have been baptized, we know that by being dunked in the water, we identify with Christ's death. And when we're raised out of the water, we identify with his resurrection. Like it says in Romans 6, verse 3 to 4. Do you not know that all of us have been baptized into Christ Jesus, were baptized into his death? We were buried with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. It says in Acts 22, verse 16, What are you waiting for? Get up and be baptized. Have your sins washed away by calling on the name of the Lord. I don't think it's saying just get baptized, but if God is calling you to, what are you waiting for? Be obedient to that calling. Don't wait. If God is calling you to act, don't wait. Mark 16 verse 16 says, Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. This verse is not saying that baptism is a requirement for salvation. But, I love what this one commentary said. Baptism is not a requirement for salvation. It's a response to salvation. I love that. It's so good. We have already looked at Jesus' baptism and a few other verses about it. But let's check out a few examples of baptism in the Bible. The book of Acts is filled with wild stories of people coming to God, being baptized. And even though that isn't necessarily always the case today, I think it's still important to reflect on these true stories of salvation and baptism to encourage us and spur us on in our faith. I'm going to share three different stories, but I'm just telling you if you want to read the full passages of scripture from the Bible, I encourage you to do so. We're just going to skim over pieces of it. So this is just a summary of the story, just for the record. Anyway, let's dive in in Acts 8. The believers who were scattered preached the good news about Jesus. Philip went to Samaria and told them about the Messiah. Crowds listened intently because they were eager to hear his message and see the miraculous signs. Many evil spirits were cast out. Many who had been paralyzed or lame were healed. There was great joy in that city. The people believed Philip's message of good news concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. As a result, many men and women were baptized. The next two stories we're going to read are both from Acts 16. So I'll start with the first one. On the Sabbath, we went a little way outside the city to a riverbank, where we thought people would be meeting for prayer. We sat to speak with some women who gathered there. One of them was Lydia from Thyatira, a merchant of expensive purple cloth who worshipped God. As she listened to us, the Lord opened her heart and she accepted what Paul was saying. She and her household were baptized. 
last, but definitely not least, we're going to go to Acts 16, where Paul and Silas were in prison. Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing to God, and the other prisoners were listening. Suddenly, there was a massive earthquake. The prison was shaken, all the doors flew open, and the chains of every prisoner fell off. The jailer woke up to see the doors wide open and assumed the prisoners escaped. He drew his sword on himself, but Paul shouted, Stop! The jailer ran to the dungeon and fell down, trembling before Paul and Silas. He asked, What must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. They shared the word of the Lord with him and with all who lived in his household. Then he and everyone in his household were baptized. I would like to end with a few reflection questions, both for those who have been baptized and for those who haven't. I encourage you to pray through these with the Lord and see if he stirs anything in your heart with these questions. For those who haven't been baptized or are considering getting baptized, why did you start following God? Why do you want to get baptized or why don't you? Do you feel like the Spirit is calling you to get baptized or to wait? And what does baptism mean to you? For those who have been baptized, do you still follow Jesus? If so, what motivates you to keep going and what has Jesus done for you since? If not, what made you walk away? Or what is keeping you from being close with him? And have you grown since? If so, in what ways? And if not, what has been keeping you from growth? Thanks for listening. As always, you can find the links to my social media pages, my email, Apple Music, and Spotify playlists, as well as songs related to baptism. Since there probably isn't any songs directly about baptism itself, I chose songs that talk about going from death to life. So feel free to check those out. Again, thanks for listening.